Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Everything's Gonna Be Okay. I hope this podcast reaches you well and in good health. Uh, we have George Andrews back again to bless us with some knowledge. Uh, today we kind of dive into the stock markets and some crazy things are going on right now with uh, GameStop and AMC and I don't know what else is going on because I can't see half of it. But uh, I hope you get some good information out of it and uh, it'll help you uh, strengthen your financial future. Uh, we also talk about some other stuff uh, along the way. And uh, uh, I hope you enjoy. trying to be because uh, I might be wrong yeah. I might they're be curator they cure they just put a bunch of stocks together that they like and if for some reason they don't like it they can get rid of it well I think it's a little bit of that too uh, again I don't know for sure but I'm guesstimating here that they make their money off of people just putting their money into their account right I believe that's how they make money they make money off of the interest that they people put in like I don't get Absolutely. charged for trades so it's they they're it taking my money they put my money into the big pot and their big pot they're investing that big pot so it would behoove them to not be a part of anything of volatile of people Correct. they're moving their money in and out in and out in and out they want people to be nice and calm and have a little bit of fun and do a little bit of risky trading every once in a while but eventually they just want people to kind of idle and buy some stuff and then you know, kind of sit on it for a while so they can continue to accrue interest on whatever the monies is. But if people are sitting there pulling in and pulling out, they can't They can't work with that, with their model at least. As far as I know, I'm guessing. I don't know for sure. I mean, I got lucky with that plug stock and, uh, Which yeah, one? The plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm super, super lucky with that. What do you mean? Wasn't that the company that was recommended from a friend? No. That's the free stock that I got. And then I just started reading up on them. And I was like, huh, this seems like it's going to go somewhere. Let me buy a couple more stocks. And I bought a couple more. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I think so. And I bought a couple more. And I stopped at like 10. I was like, you know what? Let me stop right here. Let me see. Let me just wait this out and see what happens. And overnight, it just started rolling up. I'm like, ah, oh, don't get weird. Don't just start buying the stock now. And then before I knew it, it went to 60 and then 70. And then I was living around mid-60s. I mean, when I bought it, one, again, it was a free stock. So when I bought it, my average share was like $6 and something cents. And, uh, yeah. When did I get that? Huh? I'm wondering when, when did I get it? And I, I know you recommended it to me. I did recommend it to you in the beginning. After you gave me that looking stock, and then that kind of went weird. And, but I understand what you're saying about that. You know, they 
You can so you see that screenshot. I went back into Luckin after they took it off because yeah, I seen that man. happening. Yeah. And you know now I'm profitable on it. See what? See and again, it's just like it's like you said. I think I'm not an expert, but it, they don't want to deal with no funny business. Absolutely. At it gets all. Dangerous. Soon as it gets funny, nah, I, don't, I ain't playing with y'all. Y'all, y'all, you getting removed. But luckily for them, it didn't look so bad because, you know, they had that whole, you know, insider trading or whatever the hell they were doing over there with the company. And they're like, oh no, they, they did crappy stuff. We're going to remove this stock from our thing. So it made it look easy. They, uh, it may look easy I, for I, them. I got him plug at twenty seven. Nice. But um yeah, I think you're hundred percent right. They just you know, they don't want any shenanigans. No. Actually, uh, that doesn't bother me. I'm not mad at that at all. I am a little bit like I'm a I am a little bit, but not completely. I still I'm mad I understand it but I'm mad. Right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two sides to that coin because one you want you still want your access. And why are you limiting my access? You had right. it for me before, but now because it's getting weird for you, you don't want me to have access to it? Not that I'm going to sit there and buy any of this stock, but it's just, it just seems a little, but again, the it's other space is cool. It feels like a safety precaution because those stocks are dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So I feel like the other side of that coin is it's, it's your choice. You don't have to be there. True, true. I'm all in with them. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm in with those guys. Those fees, the little fees, they don't charge adds up. It gives you a little bit more flexibility, a lot more flexibility. Uh, Tim has sent me a little TikTok. Yeah, I know. A little TikTok about some stock investing with uh, Fidelity and a Roth IRA. I don't know if you know anything about that. Yeah. Uh, TD does that too. Explain uh, that. Can you explain that more to me? Which one? Period. Just the, just buying and selling stock with your Roth IRA. They uh, basically, it's kind of like your 401k. When you go into 401k, they should have a meeting and they tell you you can either be a risky conservative. Right. right. You know, they basically do that same thing with um, above and beyond what you're... So they're... Their lowest, their lowest risk would be a four hundred one k highest risk. You know, they're projecting five to seven on their lowest, and then the high would be you know ten to twenty percent. But again, you're dealing with riskier. The the pot of companies that they'll be investing in is riskier, so your chance of losing is higher. But again, your chance of winning is higher, and it's basically just micromanaging exactly what you're doing. You know, exactly what you said Robin Hood is doing. You know what I mean? It's, okay. it's just everybody doing the exact same thing. But it's, some of them are hands-off. You can say, okay, put it in ultra-risky for that 15 to 20%. But some of them are hands-on. So you can actually choose, like tell them, go ahead and put it in GameStop right now. Put it in AMC right now. Put it in oh, Tesla right now. okay. They so they, even within them, there's like five or seven different categories. But usually the key differentiator is how risky they're able to tell you, you know, how much how much profit you can get. You know, they're kind of regulated by law to tell you banks is only going to tell you 1%. 
mutual funds, I'm going to tell you like, you know, 3%, you know, they kind of, the government kind of regulate how much they can tell you you're going to make. But yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I, uh, I actually had to read a lot about it when I did the life insurance because they do annuities and mutual funds. And yeah, every section would have so many, many sections. And it's pretty uh, gangster. So before yes. you were you were talking about you were you had I don't want to call it I'm just gonna call it the I guess a, a virtual stock market you were messing around with a fake one forex forex is that what it was uh, that's currency trading but the fake side of it would be what paper trading where you just have the uh, fake money and you make right. real trades but that's what you were doing. That's what I was doing before. I'm actually in the forex now. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying. We never talked about. Whenever I got a chance to talk about you actually getting in there now. That uh, that's that one is hard to. It's hard to. Uh, it's easy. Not. It's not easy. It's it's definitely hard. It's more. It can be faster. It can be slower. Um, you know, you definitely just trade in currency. I'm trading dollars for yen, like dollars for francs, dollars for euro, and they fluctuate every day, every, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, worldwide, so it's a bigger market, and then um, you trade like the, the thousandths, the point zero 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 one on margin, so every time that one ticks, you know, you might have a hundred dollars per hundred thousandth of a euro, or, you know, thousand dollars per hundred thousandths of a US dollar it gets kind of crazy you don't have to put that much leverage on it and that's where it kind of gets crazy but um even after you learn all the rules then you got to deal with the, yourself the devil it's kind of like the casino because as you win you want to win more and then it goes away you kind of it's like a roller coaster right that roller coaster like catching knives is, is bad <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll have like you know, good rules, you know, the big companies, when you go and like trade Forex for a company, they don't make you sit down and follow those rules. But if you're doing it for yourself, you know, it's, you gotta have the kind of willpower to say, nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> or, you know, it's not the right time, but it's it's awesome. It's it's free to the public, anybody can do it. And that's the, uh, that's the juice right now. Everybody's like, you know, be your own boss. If you can get it down, you don't have to talk to anybody to make 100K a year. Wow. And if you're making 100K a year, people are going to find you like, you know, just like you just say with the mutual funds, you know, you making all this profit, they're going to give you a little bit of money to see what you can do with it because, you know, everybody's searching for a place to put their money right now. <laughs> it's like money is everywhere. And where's the best place? Where's the best place I could put it? So, you know, if they hear you making that money, um, they're going to give you that money and, you'll make a little percentage to make people money. But then not nah, then you got a job again. <laughs> True. True. But usually you do it you kinda of just copy and pasting at that point. Right. Because you're not you. gonna get any fancy, you don't have to do anything extra. You're just putting people in on what you was doing anyway. Following your I have like a Ten Commandments, a little handbook that I read written out. Yeah. But, um the last page that I wrote was the last time I read it. I didn't. Never, I never read it from front to back, even though I read 
You said coffee? Yeah, yeah. I was going to get the drink, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Me too, uh, but right. I, because uh, I got I to gotta go to the gym after this, so. I was like, yeah, I guess I have to drink the water. I can't get some coffee I got to there. work out this morning, but then I got class after this, so. I wonder, I wonder if I can get a coffee order. Let me see if I can order some coffee real quick. Got that work. Yeah, that GameStop one, um, it, it made my, it hit me in the gut. I had five of them. That would have been a nice. Really? You know, I, I think I had 20, ordered at 24, probably $5 a piece, sold it at 10, $20 a piece, sold it at 54. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Stacy too. I made him buy it, and I made him sell it. He was so mad. Oh wow! I bet you he was uh, buying that cheap. It was pretty bad. Like, Jeez, I mean, I, I had made him. I like sat him down. Like you're gonna invest. You know, after a couple months, you're gonna thank me. Just think about how much you would have in your savings if you did that. It's sure enough. He does have a little bit more, but and I never sell nothing. Really, I, I, I typically don't sell anything either, other than that Luckin. I just want, I just got tired of looking at it, right. and uh, I sold a couple free stocks like Sirius XM. I sold that because I don't, I just don't want no partners and dealings with that. I, I, I don't believe in that whole structure anyway. I mean, right. there's just too much out there other than radio. I get it, but nah. Eventually, right. that's going to go away completely. That's the perfect way to look at it. And uh, there was another, it had some, it was some medical thing, and I just wasn't driving with it, so I sold it instead of just having it linger there. I said, the thing I did with that Rite Aid, it was just sitting there burning me, and I was like, you know what, I, I don't I don't want to listen to this Rite Aid anymore, I'm selling it. I think I'm about to get back in on Rite Aid. I'm not. How low is it? I don't think it's low, it's keep rising. I mean, it's, it keeps sitting at the same spot. I seen the news said that they opened a wellness clinic. Right. And then um, before that, they said Google was partnered with those guys. Damn, you're right. It did go up. Mother trucker, why'd you make me look at that? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I sold that thing at like $15. Right. Not right. doubled. That's why I, I never I went back to look at that luck. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to look at this thing because... The day I sold it, like the next day, it went up like two dollars, and I was like, you know what? Just stop, stop looking. You put that in your past. Don't worry about it. It's over. Don't think about oh, if I would have kept it, this, this, and that. No, right. No, 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 no. no. I, can't. I mean, I look at it as lessons learned. So I do, but you don't learn a lesson by that. It's not to sell, you know. What what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Until the no, like, no, 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 no. I throw it in the garbage and just let it sit. Another one just happened today. Like the one that made me get TD Ameritrade was some um, virus that Trump said two or three years ago. And I bought like one stock just to get into TD Ameritrade. And the next day it went from 25 to $2. I tried to sell that thing. I just don't know how to sell it on TD Ameritrade. And today, bro, when I looked at it to send you that screenshot, it's profitable. I cannot believe it. One stock? Now it's profitable. Now it's like thirty bucks. Right, like no, profit, but it was you know? it, it was just the one stock. Just the one stock. <laughs> just the one stock. I was so pissed because I went in on. Yeah, I was telling Matt like usually you should do some research and you know this is probably bunk and 
sure enough, I lost 80% of my trade. Like, it was 25 The transaction fee was like 5 bucks. I was already 5 bucks in the hole. Then it went down to like 4 $2. I was just sick for like a year or two. Yeah. And today, it just finally turned. I don't know who was involved with them, but... Which one is it? It's that CXM... CX... CXRFK? Yeah. 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 Okay. That one. <laughs> Again, just That's don't it. trade it. Just throw it away, buy the stock, and just forget about it. Just let it sit. And then eventually it's going to hit like that GameStop, and that's when you can party. <laughs> Besides yeah, that, you could get like 5 10%, 10% usually. I think you're right. Because what did I actually gain other than just... Uh, just some more buying power, I guess, for to buy more stocks other than to sell those stocks. Because my idea was, not, I never wanted to sell anything for a loss. The only one I ever sold for a loss was the Luckin, and I think it was not that much because you know I bought it when it was like a dollar something. So I was able to eat two dollars or four dollars, five dollars, whatever the hell it was. It wasn't a lot. And Rite Aid, I think I pretty much broke even with that. I think I might have lost a few cents. I think it came back up to around the dollar amount where I bought it. Uh, that was about it. Everything else was free shares. And I just, oh, no, no. I did lose like $6 on this one stock, which I should have kept. Now that you're saying what you said. I'm not even going to look it up right now. I uh, think I took a little bit of a loss on that. I just got tired of looking on it looking at it you know it was like a hot tip from a friend and I bought it was cheap and I bought a bunch of it and uh, I just got tired of looking at it I'm like this is just dumb and I just yeah. sold it yeah. I shouldn't yeah, have really sold it you're right don't sell it it don't. It doesn't hurt you to just have it just sitting there until it's like a five year plan I'm like yeah. I know I'm keeping this for at least five years at least so it makes no sense looking at it I'm looking at it just to look at it I don't care if it's up or down but another greedy tip a greedy thing I do is I do put a stop loss on uh, on uh, plug and I've raised it I raise it for ten dollars every time it goes up so right now it's at 55 so if it ever drops to 55 uh, it's, it's selling all the stock really yeah you gotta pay for that? I gotta do what you gotta pay for that that's like that's that an option or a put no yeah, I pay for that at all. It's just a, I guess I call it a contingent, on a contingency sell on your, uh, on your thing. I That's mean, you cool. could do you could do that for buying and selling. I, I got it for another. Uh, uh, it's called PSCC. It's a, uh, I think uh, I guess it's called a capital gain stock where, you know, it's like a mutual fund thing where they just it's a bunch of different things that they're investing their money right. in and then. Uh, I noticed that that one pretty much just stays where it's at and it goes ups and down and that's where I'm going to start keeping my money in the stock market area. Uh, I got some buys on that so if it ever drops to 550 I'm buying five stock automatically. Um, I, that's how I do currency. I didn't know you could, well I knew you couldn't do it with stock but I never yeah. did it with stocks. You do it in Robinhood like that? Yep. That's how I sold the Rite Aid. I set the sales price to be like 15 point something cents. I was like, it's never going to get to this shit. Man. I'll never get my money back. <laughs> One day I just happened to see that my money just grew by like a certain amount of dollars. I was like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, oh shit, that's Rite Aid. It's old. 
Finally, I'm done with that crap. <laughs> so, man, if you ever get really good at the stops and the, the sells, the buys, um, you can do puts and options. You can kind of double down on that. So you make money when it goes down, make money when it goes up. Right. On top of I still have it scratched. Not even I didn't haven't even looked at the surface to scratch about option option trading. I uh, it, it gets a little overwhelming yeah, for me. It's crazy. I tried twice and it's still very very shady. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is right. Like the, the the very surface level thing I got from it is you're placing. It sounds like you're placing a bet if a stock's gonna go down or up. Absolutely. That sounds weird. You know, once you once you're in there, like knee deep, you can do it because you know earnings is about to come out, and you know they lost twelve billion dollars, so it's right. going to go down. You know what I mean? So that bet is solid. And but yeah, it's still great. But the way you do it is great. It's it's. I, I, I'm one not. Of the I, don't... I heard talk about it. Say that's how Buffett does his money. So I'm highly interested. Huh. I heard a whole like bunch it, of ghost stories they say, about. They say he make it on trades, but they say nah, he makes his money on options and puts. Like that makes sense. Oh, that scared me, man! I, I thought that was a closet. Because <laughs> you opened the door and wiped your face earlier, and I was like, "Oh, that's a closet, huh?" I thought that was the the, the door. But then, no, yeah. That's that the exit. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> That's weird. I was wondering why you didn't never actually directly looked at me. It's probably because you can't see me. I don't think I have you blocked. Yeah, I see you. I see you fine. It's weird. So yeah, that was. Um, I yeah, I heard a bunch of different. I heard a bunch of different things about. Uh, bye. I heard a bunch of different things about Buffett. I heard that every year he sells his, uh, what is it, his Pepsi stock or his Coke stock? He sells a certain amount of it every year. At, no, no, not. I'm sorry, he doesn't sell a certain amount of it. He gets dividends off of a certain amount of it every year. And it's some crazy, ungodly amount of money that he gets every year from it. Yeah. Either Coke or Pepsi. I forgot what I, I think it is. some of those stocks, they give you, like, Dividends. Yes. Like rather than just buying the stock, as soon as you buy the stock, you start to get dividends. Yes, and that's what the, the one I was just telling you about. PSEC, you get yeah. dividends. I mean, I think I've gotten at least six dollars of dividends already. It's like right. thirty dollars, and it's monthly. I got the last two months. I know oh, I got yeah. Wow. I don't know the last two months. I got thirty cents. Right. Uh, right. I think I got some from Wells Fargo, some banking institutions. I'm definitely trying to diversify industries. So the higher the stock goes, you know, the more the dividends for everybody gets too. Yes, sir. I gotta, I, I gotta get in on some of that. I'll send you. Yeah, I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you the one I got. It's. I think I'm. I'm pretty much gonna stick with these cats for a hot minute, as far as to hold my monies in the, in the market for you know, the foreseeable future. So honestly, I'm thinking about going hard like every single dollar I have will skip the bank and go straight into the market and then when I pay rent I'll just pull out pull out pull out you know if I'm scared I'll do something safe like the S&P 5 or something you know what I mean if I'm yeah. or you know going you know if 
don't want to be risky. But and all no completely we can diversify, but every right. single cent. Every single cent completely all investing into the market. Right. I don't you think know, that's a good idea. Have, like a, have a, a nice little emergency funds and savings. You know, everything's paid off, but then, you know, then, then every cent just straight into the market. And then when I need to cash, I just, as I mentioned, I got a card on one. Sure, it's not hard to pull on the other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like 80, 90% want to do it. Gonna do it. Um, because everything else is just a micromanager, right? Whether it's savings, bonds, mutual funds, 401k, they just doing what we're yeah. doing ourselves. You're right, but man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to skip that. That's, that's been my biggest problem in life, is just always trying to skip the middle, man. Yeah. I want, I want to go right to the to the head honcho. I need the wholesale price. It's, uh, that's still scary. I, right. I, I ain't got that kind of willpower or, uh, I ain't got that kind of strength right now. Right. That's all it is, but, I mean, all we're doing is building muscle, so eventually we should get there. Especially when you have, um, you know, baskets here, baskets there, you know, everything's kosher, you know? Yeah, I like how you said that. Building muscle. Hmm. Building muscle. That's the. I just sent you that. That's the stock I just sent you. Word. It pays those dip on owns. So like when you want to make the safe bet, boom, there you go. And you get some dividends. I think I just got thirty bucks sitting in there too. I'm about to take it. So nice. Why? Well, what else? About Bitcoin yesterday. I didn't know you could do Bitcoin on there. Yeah, you didn't. What? Oh, you don't have that Robin Hood app. I do, but I just never searched it. Searched it? That was the first thing they showed me. Really? Yeah, you know, they gave me a whole list of different random stocks and, you know, like the front, the front cover page. Like, yeah, you're right. It's you, right there, crypto. Yeah, it's got cryptocurrency. It's got a couple of them. Yeah, you're telling me about Deutsch, Deutsch. I'm going to get some Deutsch, Deutsch. Deutsch? What the hell is that? D-O-G-E. I have been looking at some of those other stocks we talked about before. It's two cents a pop right now. Two cents? It yeah. <laughs> it has a big, it had a big jump. <laughs> what do you mean it's a big jump? You said it's two cents. Two cents. What's so the name of it? So you go in for like five, ten bucks and it jumps to like... What's the name Ten cents or twenty cents. You win. Doge. D-O-G-E. E O G E, D O G E. Oh, D O G E. Deutsch. I'm about to buy like five dollars worth right now. <laughs> oh my god, this just, is getting kind just of weird. Sneak. I mean, I look at this like cup, cup of coffee, right? And that, the yeah. worst thing that happened is it was five bucks. There we go. They made me sign up an agreement. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Done and done. Total cost five dollars and three cents. I'm a five hundred one. Two hundred and fifty worked. Yep, me too. Uh, well, wow! Didn't think I'd ever do that. Good deal. Yeah, that's Thank you. That's my first two. <laughs>
didn't know this was going to be the finance podcast. <laughs> but Damn. anyone that can build their finance through wealth for themselves and have to pay somebody to do it, I'm all for it. Why not? Absolutely. Better putting your money into assets versus true. something that's going to come out your butt. Yeah, true. I'd love to buy some more land, but not yet. Yeah, I was just dreaming about that in the shower, like, nice little investment group. Jeremy hit me up last week, he's ready, he's trying to buy some. Some land or some stuff? Uh, he want to get the house, he's tired of a landlord, I mean, you know, he's that construction. Yeah, so wait a minute, what? I'm confused, why is he calling you about buying a house? He's just, he's just kind of stuck in worker mode, I want to say. He yeah. made, you know, off six figures, and he just been renting. I've been trying to tell him to buy. Matt, build your own house. He builds skyscrapers. I know. That's why I'm That's why I'm concerned. I'm like, why is he? He's a construction worker. Why is he asking you about building a house? I think he can go do it himself. I tried to tell him. Yeah. I tried to tell him to do it for himself. He don't need me. I tried to get me and him and Malloy to come together. Right. Malloy, yeah. Too. And, um, now it's now it's getting close to where I can bring something to the table with uh, education and credit and investors and just but still trying to get those guys to listen is kind of hard, especially since I'm not a big rah rah guy. I'm gonna whisper it to you, right? But yeah, he did kind of. Um, he's trying to buy something, so we're trying to get him a FHA loan or something. I got you. How about this? Uh... Man, I lost it. Just like, you, do you still have a school in like yes. an hour, in like thirty minutes or an hour or what? Eleven uh, thirty. Two hours. Two hours. I got you. Okay. Good deal. Just making sure. I want to hold you. Up. It's my last semester, man. I'm counting down the days. Eight more weeks. Then what? Then I don't gotta go to school. I don't gotta read six chapters a week and take tests and quizzes and be on high alert every day. That's just what <laughs> the why, why were you on high alert? Just because, you know, something's new every day. Oh, okay. know, I got to read, I got to quit, I got to study, I got to on top of living and business. And it's been, I built some muscles. Yeah? Yeah. I built some great muscles, some mental muscles. I can't take much more and uh, <laughs> like, like the end. <laughs> Why do you think you can't take much more? You think it's because of uh, your age? Nah, nah. It's just because it's boring. I'm tired of intaking information. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I need to put it to work now. Right. Like, your sponge is getting saturated and full and it might start dripping. I mean, I would love to do to go on and get the bachelor, but it's... It's kind of pointless in the sense that this is, I don't know, it's not pointless. It is a little pointless because I know I don't want to work for anybody. Right. It'll be cool to be smarter, but I want to hire people that are smarter than me anyway. So, you know, I have enough to do almost everything. And if I want to hire people that are smarter than me, you know, there's no sense trying to get that smart. I've been blessed for these last two semesters, gave me the, um, the critical inch of what I've been messing with, which is the project management. It's not, it's not really the cost, it's just how I'm 
managing it, how I'm estimating projects. I'm not, I'm not being a good project manager. <laughs> I've learned that. I've learned that. You know, last semester was project management, and this semester is system analysis, and it's just been like, oh, <laughs> this is the problem. So what's the game plan, I guess, once you're done with the semester? The game plan is to... Like you're saying, like, this game, as soon as the semester's over, it sounds like you have an idea of what's going to go happen moving forward. Yes. side from stocks and trading that stuff I don't even look at you know that's that's not that's income just, that's just extra gravy that's just that's like 401k basically oh. that's because it's not for sure you know that's my safe that's my self 401k I got you every time I get cash just dump it in there and try to forget it <laughs> okay. unless you know I did that one route where I'm dumping everything in there and I think even if I did that I would do it with a different one I would make Melissa open an account and have her get, have access so she can get involved and be fully aware of what's going on. Because right. it's, it's, it's exciting when that money bubble, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, yes, sir. What up? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's the plan. That's the immediate plan, at least. I think I'm going to take a one or two week vacation in between that. Um, <laughs> sound like you don't have the option I do I do I just I don't know how that would work 
side thing. But because um, Matt would pay me a pretty good salary to come sit there. Yeah. He pays me pretty good now to sit at home. So, I mean, I, I take them for granted. But, yeah, they ready for me. It's just as soon as this corona thing lifts, they, they're trying to get me back in there. I got you. That's what you said. Oh, okay, cool. cool. But yeah, that would be my side side money because he'll let me do that at night if I had to. He's he's pretty cool. If I told him, told him my plan is what I just told you, and he needs help, he'll let me do it in the afternoon or from one of those open houses. It's all gravy. Yeah. Okay. What's up with you? Whole lot of nothing, man. My uh, my work schedule changed recently. That's kind of weird. It, uh, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing the same thing. Know? It's just they shifted to shift around. Uh, people. Oh, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. I know. Uh, yeah, people didn't understand my schedule before. They really don't understand my schedule now because it went from you know like the four three three four and then I had that week off thing well that's not a thing anymore it's uh now it's uh let's see uh the best way to start off I'll, I'll do four days then I'll do uh <laughs> five nights and then I do <laughs> See, right exactly and then two days and then three days and two nights together and then back to the four days later on in between it's like five days off right so I'll say that one more time the scenario is I go into work I went into work uh what is it January What's the January twentieth? Yep. Oh yeah. I forgot what day I worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. So I worked on the eleventh Monday, right? I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then I was off. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Went in Wednesday night. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Got off. Monday morning. Alright, still with me? Yeah, 25th. Off, off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and tomorrow I go back into work for Friday, day shift. Day shifts, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then go in on Monday night, Tuesday night, and then I'll be off till that next Monday to do the four Mondays again, four days again. <laughs> I know it's uh, unless you're actually in it. it, it why? 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 <laughs> what is that? How's uh, that like that? Because it's twenty-four. It's a, you know the place is mad twenty-four hours. There's a whole lot of different that's schemes like a, that they play. Firehouse, huh? That's like a firehouse schedule, right? Pretty much, so much. Right? I forgot what. Yeah, I forgot what they call this schedule. They call it a certain name, but this is the one we used to be on. You know, before I used to be, I, I worked four days. I was off two days. Then I come in for three nights. I was off two days. 
I come in for three days, and I was off like two to three days, and then I worked four nights, and I was off seven days, and then I do it all over again. Wow. Essentially, now they just mixed it up to where, you know, I get more days off in between runs, but the problem is it got aligned to where I'm having less overtime. They got strategically aligned to where, like, all right. So when I work those five nights, it's in the middle of that break of the pay period. So I only actually end up getting two hours of overtime after working 60 hours straight. Yeah, kind of, it's kind of sketch, I think, but hey, it's the job. That makes sense. That it's smart in their part. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very That's smart in their part. They try to save money. As soon as they get creative like that, it's like a money thing. Yeah. Uh, because before, it wasn't anything crazy before. I think one week, one pay period would get eight hours of overtime built in, and the next week it was 13. Like whenever I did that four-night run, that's, I think that's when I got 13 hours of overtime that week. Wow. Uh, built into the schedule, but now it's like two and ten, I believe. I think one week I'll get ten. When I do those four days, that's when I get ten hours over. I think. You ever have to like, eight hours, cover shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have to do that. Yeah, if someone when someone takes off and they need help, then yeah. Right now we don't. We have a lot of people, so we don't really need too many people to cover if people take off because we just don't they don't need it we have extra people on shifts now so a lot of people will have to take off on that one shift for anybody to have to come in like it happened last month a couple guys got taken off you know it's the end of the year people need to burn pto up and there's some days where people a bunch of people were off at the same time on the same shift so people did have to cover so what do you do as far as work? <laughs> I mean, it, it feels like it's extremely boring at work. Besides, you know, when you muster and lunch and after that, but like when it's like break, go to work, it's like... It's a lot of freelancing at work. Watching gauges or something. Yeah, something like that. A little bit. Uh, I would walk you through an average day. An average day, day shift, I get to work now. Oh, they shift. They did that too. They shift the schedule from six to six instead of seven to seven. So I get to work and I'm pretty much ready to go at six. We do a morning safety brief and uh, turnover and everything on that. That kind of leads you into about seven o'clock where you really start working. And I just tore the plant and monitor all the equipment and everything that's going on. There's certain things I gotta test to make sure it's actually working, like an off pump that's running. They like to start the off pump just to make sure it'll start in case the one that's running shuts down. Sometimes that happens and all in all, a, a, a normal uh, tour or round in the morning will probably take me from where, anywhere from an hour to two hours. It all depends on if what I find and what I don't find. Uh, or if someone pulls me away to do something, or you know, do a lockout or or start a piece of equipment or. Uh, 
It's a lot of tags and sign signages. There is a lot. There's some tag out lockout tag outs that I have to perform. Uh, right. And racking breakers in and out and stuff like that. Valve and valves out. But we plan that pretty good for the most part, other than the daily tasks. Monday's the craziest because, you know, people have been off all weekend and we get there and they want to do some work. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to bust things out before Friday shows up and, you know, people want to take it easy on a Friday and they want to, you know, not have anything break prior to and going into the weekend. So they want to check it all, getting everything uh, checked up before that day ends. Or that weekends, so that they don't have anything lingering throughout the weekend and into next week. So, you know, yeah, I do all pretty much most of that for up till lunch. I have lunch at around 11, 30, 11. And uh, after that, I normally do another round. This one's a lot more quicker. Uh, but mo most of the time, I, I'll have PMs or something to do. And, I, and, all, and that all depends on what part of the plan I'm on. Because I rotate, like if I'm PMs, project management. No, no, no uh, preventative maintenance. Okay. Like if I have to change oil in something or check vibrations or. Uh, so that's the first thing came to mind. Like, so you're doing like daily maintenance on the system, basically. Everybody, not just you. Mm. It's just like daily maintenance and check. Yeah, mainly checks, but not so much maintenance. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, we're checking oil levels. Like when we're checking the motor, we're checking vibration. Uh, oil levels, temperatures. You see anything funny? Anything looks loose? You see something? Nuclear? You guys do oil? No, oil no, no. This is just coal. It's coal. Coal. It's a coal fire power plant. Where I was supposed to be working was at the uh, uh, the new nuclear that they were building, and I was going to be a mechanic there, and that's a completely different job. That's why I say we're not doing any maintenance. We don't we don't do any maintenance as far as operations. We do preventative maintenance as far as checking oil and changing oil and uh, taking readings and stuff like that. Yeah, greasing right. stuff. Uh, so that pretty much takes up 12 hours. And again, it all depends on what part of the plan I'm I on because I, I rotate whether I'm actually on the unit because we have two units. If I'm on the unit, uh, there's a certain task I do. And if I'm on, uh, let's say, like if I'm on the scrubber, they call it the scrubber. It's what helps the uh, our stuff stay compliant with the EPA and the environment and uh, it's got a whole bunch of different systems that tie into the plant that it's not completely you know like I'm not part of the unit at that point I'm part of the scrubber I'm monitoring all that stuff and uh, how big is it the, the site yeah uh, big I can't tell you a number huge huge yeah I can show you a picture. Top of bigger than an airport. Bigger than an airport. It depends on what side, of the, what kind of airport. It was. <laughs> it depends on the size of the airport and what part of the airport you're talking about, like the building structure, uh, maybe. Right. But because you know, there's the plant, and then we have different ponds as well. We have settling ponds around the plant, that where we treat water and have it settle and make sure that there's no. Nothing bad in the water before we release it to the, to the river. Huh. I'll, uh, I'll get you a, a topical map of the plant and uh, I'll show it to you. And you can see. And it'll show you some size. It'll give you some reading, uh, readings on uh, how wide and everything it is. 
That's my job. <laughs> Man, at least you stay busy. That's cool. So it's not boring. It's no yeah. problem to stay busy, but like, in all honesty, at nights it can get, it can get boring because right. you can, you don't have that much to do at night. You know, you don't, you have your plans like and stuff. Away. There's nobody in the way. There's no one asking you, hey, can you check this out? Can you check that out? Hey, uh, electricians want to test this valve real quick. Go out there and help them test this valve. Or mechanics want to want to do some packing on this other pump, and they want you to valve this out. None of that, unless there's some, you know, tasking. But, I mean, there's a bunch of quote-unquote busy work that we got. We have equipment stations to do. We have, you know, places that we're supposed to keep cleaned up. Uh, there's oil buckets to be dumped. There's there's a bunch of different little things to do. But even if you do it all, it's just, you're gonna run out of time. So it behooves you to to strategize how your day or your night's gonna go, or else you will run into a block where I'm like, damn, I ain't got nothing to do. I can't just keep walking around this place over and over and over again. Even though that's what you're supposed to be doing, but eventually you you you, you, you can't. Right. It's it'll get. You get weird, but we also have continuing training too. You know, I'm pretty much up to the point where I'm done with one part of this training program I'm supposed to be part of, and I'm supposed to transition into the control room part of the program, uh, the training progress. And uh, so I'm trying to go back through all of my old notes and refresh my memory of all the things that I learned the last three years to keep on going through take this test I'm supposed to take it there by the end of the year it's just sometimes I mean it's feast or famine right and then you normally the feast happens during the day and famine happens at night at night after midnight if I open a book what are the odds of, of constructive learning is gonna happen not a lot I'm going to get tired I'm going to want to fall asleep so I can't can't do a lot of training and reading. I've been doing hands tra- on on uh, on the job training at work. Sometimes I'll talk with some people at work and say, "Hey, can you teach me how to do this or show me how to do this? I forgot how to do that or whatever." Or I walk through something. But I mean, that's gonna take thirty minutes, or maybe if I stretch it out, it'll take an hour. We do that and end up talking about baseball after that, and then there's still five more hours until shit's done. <laughs> it gets it can get you get wonky at times. But I'm blessed to have a job, a well-paying job, and uh, as much as I do secretly bitch about it, it uh, I'm I'm very I'm very lucky to have the job that I have. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I would fight through that sleep against that night, though. Like, uh, listen, I've been working this position and right. job for. I'd say, well, I did take that little break, so I'd say eight years. I've tried everything that I can. <laughs> After midnight, you ain't studying nothing. So what I would do is I'd study when I get there. If there's nothing that I had to do before, other than my round, if there's nothing that I had to do before midnight on nights, I would study before midnight. I'm alert. I just got off working out at the gym new normally, so my blood's still pumping. My brain is still optimal. And I'll do whatever studying before midnight. And then after lunch, you know, you get the itis, you get tired. And then 
I'd go do whatever PMs, whatever greasing or whatever things that has to have me actually moving around. Right. I'll do that after midnight. Keep the blood flowing. Keep the blood flowing. I do all physical activities after midnight so that, you know, I don't get lulled out and tired. I remember when I worked graveyard at the hotel, like, my co-workers were like that, like, they'll straight lay on the floor and go to bed. They're like, I just need 15 minutes, I just, George. I'm like, I got you. I just can't do it. I'm just like, I need my own bed. Like, I've seen too many people get written on their foreheads and shit. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I guess that would scar you. Well, I guess for me being in the Navy, I can sleep anywhere, anytime, whether that's quality sleep or not is the, is the other <laughs> other thing. So, I don't need a bed. You know right. what I mean? Right. I, uh... I definitely fell asleep once or twice. I ain't perfect, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean... It's go. It's gonna try to happen, and then you know you snap yourself away and take a lap. Go get some coffee. Go drink some water. Go do something. The hardest part of this job is probably driving to and from work because it's so far away right now. Because it's an hour away. That's the. That's really the biggest shit that I. I don't want to deal with. It's just getting in that car and knowing that. In an hour, you'll get there. You seen those uh, flying vehicles? Uh, like the Jetsons? Yeah, man. Talk to me now. What do you mean? It's a, it's a race war to get them things in the air. Okay, which stock do we need to invest on to get to... Uh, I think it's Ford. Thing? Ford? Yeah. Ford Motor Group? Yeah, I mean, they're so cheap right now, and yeah. they have money, and... They can, they can have a chance to get back into relevancy if they can get these flying cars up with Tesla. Everybody's racing to get it. Mm, but yeah, I think you're trying to set me up, man. Everything is about to be airborne in a minute. I think you're trying to set me up. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I definitely, I've been hearing the rumbles about it. I've been seeing it, and it's just becoming more and more like common to hear these guys just created a new flying pod a new two-seater they got a bunch of single ones already and they um they just really trying to map out the air like how they gonna govern air traffic that's the last hurdle really because they got a lot of models out now really but yeah i didn't read the full article but i seen a bunch of headlines saying that ford and chevy these cars are going to try to these manufacturers are going to try to get back in it by getting into the aviation side of things well now listen when you said the aviation side of things that i don't know man the last one i seen last week it was a two-seater that would leave your driveway and you'll land on the roof of wherever your destination is and then you go in the building you come back out get in your car and it will fly you home listen you drive home listen 60 uh, miles an hour listen <laughs> drive you home Fly you home. A lot of airplanes, but right. Not on the See, but that's that's the biggest problem now. How do you monitor that kind of traffic? Right. I know Washington just passed a law this year monitoring drones. Like right. Exactly. Right. They're limiting drones activities, let alone flying damn car. Right. Well, they just increased the limit. They already had a limit, but they opened it up a little bit more. I don't know what the specifics are, but. It was hit the news that we'd be able to do more with drones in Washington this year. Like, mm. 
Matthew Washington is the last place y'all need to be doing any more anything. That's true. It's true. That is true. Huh. But yeah. I don't Let's know, man. Let's dig I'll confirm. That's scary looking. That's scary sounding, I should say. I like the idea of Ford, though. I feel like they're undervalued right now. It might be higher, but the last time I looked, they were like five bucks. And that's just it's higher too. now. It's $10. Last time yeah. I looked, it was eight. And the first right. time I looked, it was like eight or nine. And, uh. They're not going nowhere, and they supply the police force, and I mean, they have clients. So all they need is some new trick, and they'll be back up to 50 or 100 or whatever. And it might not be in this year, but in the next 5, 10 years. I think that's a great buy. I gotta do some research, though. I've always thought that way and never bought it, so I, I haven't. I'm not fully convinced, or I would have did it already. I just don't. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced, obviously, but I just don't know uh, what to do. What's that? Oh, that's the bait. Oh, okay. What's that bugger noise? When you've been uh, practicing that guitar daily? Lately, yes. I've been doing 30 minutes a day. I just downloaded a new app. I just told my buddy Tim to uh, investigate said app if I need to actually continue with it or not. I haven't even started it. I just downloaded it yesterday and I didn't even look at it. I just downloaded it and said, eh, I'll, I'll mess with it tomorrow during practice. And I haven't even gotten to practice today yet. It's Which called Simply Guitar. The, the article or the thing I ran across freaking Facebook is it mimic like uh, it's doing a, a play you play I play type deal like you know you look at the screen it's gonna it tells you to hit this string this chord or this string this fret boom you hit it it recognizes you hit it it says good job and it just progressively gets harder is what it looks like Again, I haven't even opened it up. I haven't even signed up for it yet. I may have put my email address in. Yeah, I did. But, uh... I got Guitar Tuna. I had Guitar Tuna for a while. I actually... Oh, it's still there. I don't know why. It's just a tuner, though, right? It doesn't show you anything, does it? Does it teach you anything? It does. It gives you feedback. And um, they have a sister app, I want to say. It's like Musician or something where you play along. I never do it because you gotta, you know, buy it or whatever. But I think they give you some free trials to practice some stuff. But yeah, it has some gate, some gateways, some gates in there. So I use it mainly as a tuner and a refresher for those notes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try this app out later on the day and see how it goes. Yeah, I started doing five minutes a day last year and made yeah. a lot of progress. Like, wow. Well, that's what I've been doing. I've been, I started off, I'll do five to ten minutes of warm-up, which is just me just going through a progression of just using my each individual finger for each individual, uh, each individual fret. You know what I'm saying? Like I hit, you know, and I just go across, I go across E, and then I go across G, and then I go across, and then I go backwards. Once I go all the way down through E again, I go backwards and back up. I've seen that drill. I 
think I have it. I need to do that one. <laughs> and it's just really good already. I can feel it. It's day four, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can feel my fingers getting looser already, and I don't have any calluses building up on the tips of my finger or anything, but it just feels... It doesn't hurt as much. I started learning how to play Let Her Cry. Uh, before I stopped messing around with my guitar, so I'm just jumping right back into that. And it's just hard for me to strum. I have a, a difficulty strumming. Like I'm, I mean, you can hear it go. I'm missing strings, and I remember there are certain songs where you're not hitting all the strings. You're just hitting a couple of the strings. I'm like, how am I supposed to do that? Like very right. carefully, I guess, but it did it, it just I guess, you know, like everything else it takes practice. But I'm saying all of that to tell you the big deal here. Only reason why I'm getting back to this guitar thing is I'm gonna learn like maybe two or three songs. And once by that time's done, I would have had saved up my money already and buying a drum set. <laughs> An electronic drum set and what? electronic drum set. I already know. Okay. I'm buying. I don't know. I already know which one it is. It's a mesh set. I uh, see it all over the place. I will listen to looked at a whole bunch of different videos, and uh, yeah, that's happening. But Tim made me feel guilty about it, and uh, he, he mentioned to me. He said, "Hey." What about that guitar you said you'd practice? I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, just another piece of equipment just sitting there. Right. So. What, um, what's with, what's with the drums? What do you mean? Which part? What do you want to know? Why am I getting drums? <laughs> Why am I getting drums? Yes. I've always wanted to play the drums. Really? I was really, 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 really close to buying someone when I was stationed in Hawaii. Uh, it's back when, like, you know, eBay first started, and they had a, a Pearl set on eBay that was, like, $500 or something. It's a nice, complete little set, and I was one click away from buying it at that time, and I thought, I said, you go out to sea forever, all the time. You live in a house where people live right below you. When are you going to play this drum set? And right. I'm like, all right, fine, don't buy it. And I didn't buy it. And I shelved the idea for a while. But lately, uh, you know, I saw some, I don't know where I even picked it back up in my mind. I think I might have saw it on uh, the internet somewhere. I was looking at a video or something. Because, you know, I've always known about electronic sets. And I didn't ever think I would want one. But then I thought about it for the house. I'm like, man, that would be perfect. You know, I could put my headset on, I could play, and all you'd hear is... You wouldn't really hear me throughout the, you know, the neighborhood or the house. That's awesome. And, uh... That's awesome, my But then if I, when I really want to, not perform, but like rock out hard, I could just unplug it. You could hear it all, you know, through whatever amp or my speaker system or whatever I got. Going on in here, and uh, you can hear it real time. Are they big? Like they're not necessarily big. I can like, like the hit pads. A little bit, but it you know it is. It's like big. the little, the little ones. I, I see. It's not really. Little. I gotta show no. you. Yes and no. It's <laughs> it's like a combination of the two. 
because it is uh, not to size because you don't need you know the whole full tom tom you know you don't need the full no there are electric sets that get like that there are electric sets that get crazy I was like mm, no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not I just need you know a couple things and couple symbols and but again like it don't have to be full size so that's why it doesn't take up as much room it uh I would show you that mix I bought no I didn't know you bought a scissor mixer yeah. I bought a little toy like that but they had the bigger ones that of course did a lot more and now they're kind of getting rid of the mixer that's what made me bring it up is they they have these hit pads that are doing the mixing and... Right, yeah, I that, that's why I, I wanted you to, so take a look at that, and that's why I was like, eh, it's not really the hip pads, I, I get what you're thinking you're saying, but it's not really. Right. I know when I was searching for that mixer, though, I ran across, I at least had to at least see what you're looking at. You but see it? It's something like that. You see how spaced out it is, you feel like, man, does it need to take up that much room? Wow. Yeah, that's a lot bigger than I was thinking. Exactly, right? You would think that it would, you know, the electronic drum said you just need a pad, you just hit the pads right around you. No, it's, the mesh system, as far as, far as I'm, I read, and I can understand that, that mesh pad, because some of it is an actual physical pad, that is just a, a fabric you're hitting. Because there's regular ones that, electronic ones that it's a pad that you're hitting. Right. And these are a mesh that you're hitting. It's a screen that you're hitting. And it be better mimics and for better durability and, and uh, like replaceability. So you tear into your mesh. You just replace the mesh. Not the whole pad. Like if a pad breaks, you got to replace that whole pad. If this mesh breaks, you just replace the screen. You're not replacing the whole the unit. Right, but right. they say it, it mimics it pretty well. Different companies make it. They got like four or five different companies. This is one of the cheaper and more more affordable and good quality type. Yeah, uh, set that I've I've searched. It popped up every single time I Google best uh, electronic drum set to get. Them Yamaha. Uh, what's the other guy's names? Debbie Yamaha and. Uh, Somebody else it starts with an R. Forget already. Roll it, rolling. I, I, I kind of have a problem with the loudness. I don't know why. Like that's my biggest problem with strumming. I feel like it's way too loud. And sometimes it's, it's I loud. I don't understand. How it I hope this <laughs> I hope this doesn't come across weird when it's in the podcast. Because I mean, even like this Fender here, it's acoustic electric. I can jack it in, right? But like you're saying, it's you feel like it's it's either too soft or it's just too loud or it, and just messy, and that's the problem that I was having with and still am having with this with practice. Use a pick. I do use a pick, and that's another problem I had way back when I first had my first guitar. I got a set of picks, and I was like, I can't use this shit. I just keep dropping it. I keep dropping it inside the guitar. I keep, I don't know. And then I stumbled upon a soft pick, right? Now this soft pick, 
Can you, you can you see me at all? You still can't see me, right? No. Okay. I wonder why. Is it me or you? It's probably it's probably you. I think you set up a regular meeting versus a a broadcast. I think it's a type of meeting and a call. Mm, weird. Maybe. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just, I did, that's exactly what I did. I did a, a regular meeting, but it, it's a soft pick and it's like, I wish I could show it to you. It's, it's just, it's very pliable. I mean, it, it, it'll help you strum, but well, I know you can't see, but you can hear the difference. I'll show you the difference. Hold on. Let me get this pick out. <sighs> Uh, and the problem, let me get back to my mic first here. The problem I have with is picking. You can't. You can pick with this, with this, with this soft pick. Like it says, it's point thirty-eight millimeter. That's this the soft pick. You can kind of hear it. But this hard pick, like very flexible, very very flexible. Like this hard pick, you can hear the difference between this is the medium pick. This is the soft pick. One is, and but when you're strumming and picking, sorry guys, I hope this this isn't bothering y'all. Moments was I'm knocking everything around. So this is the soft pick. Bear with me, people. Bear with me. Soft pick. Now, hard pick. You can how you can hear that pick hit every single string. Right. You can already hear the difference. How it's deeper and a little bit more. Yeah. This the soft one or the hard one? It's the hard one. The hard one is the soft one. You notice the difference? Yeah, yeah. It's to me, it the sounds funny. It, it sounds it sounds funny. I think the middle is cleaner. It's it less is a little cleaner. Choppy. You and, don't hear the in between. It kind of blends better. Right, and even with picking, it's that's not that's the medium one. Here's the super soft one. I guess you can't really hear it with that, huh? Nah, no, I can't really. Now you can't really hear it. Well, anyway, I, uh, I mean, if you're strumming, the soft one is good. It sounds a little different, but it's easier. You don't feel like you're gonna drop your pick, and uh, but with the medium, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, it's a process. You're gonna have to learn. Yeah, I just gotta learn how to get used to the pick because I've been fingering it. Yeah, me too. I just bought a pick pack, and again, that loud. It seems like it's really loud. I gotta get off of the 
to how loud it is. It's kind of jarring. Yeah. It is. It is louder. It, you get more acoustics out of that pick than with your fingers, for sure. I remember rocking out with these dudes one time. It was like three electric guitars and a, a drum drummer, and I'm on the mic and I, I'm sweating, bro, and I cannot get over <laughs> these guys. It was just so loud. <laughs> I could not even do it. Another dude was in there. He was probably like 400 pounds, big boys, just screaming. <laughs> Like, yo, I was, uh, it was impressive. It was an experience. Culture shock. But yeah, I definitely want to, I feel like once I practice enough, it'll be like riding a bike. I'll be able to play things that I hear and play things that I remember. I just want to get to that point where I'm on cruise control. I don't want to be the greatest guitarist, but strumming and picking at the same time is just not even possible it's 100% possible it's just not it's just not happening right about now just just right. it's, it's gonna take a little bit I'm a lot closer than I've ever been in my life but yeah yeah it's, uh, it's still, gonna some still gonna take some uh some but uh, I'm gonna learn to read this year I'm gonna read be able to read a sheet of music I can read, I can read a tab does <laughs> that count yeah. I can read tab. Everywhere I find now, do a little one, two, oh, you know, yeah. kind of you. I want to go old school and be able to read music. I'm surprised That's you can't read music. What instrument did you play in high school? The sax. saxophone? Didn't they, teach, sax. didn't they teach you how to read then? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just the first lesson that sticks the little every boy like cake or whatever it is. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie was a, I think I heard Eddie was a good boy or some shit like that. Something like that. That's all I remember from that reading session. And that's usually how far I get with any other reading session I've ever tried, but I'm going to make it purposeful this year. And yeah, remember. you know, that's not a bad idea to actually learn how to read music. Then, you know, once you know how to read, it's a lot easier. Just like life. <laughs> I get that part, but you think it's going to be easier to play once we start learning how to read? No, no, no. Because, you know, I've been practicing 10 years, so I'm going to still play. But, yeah, definitely. If I know how to read, then I don't have to worry about reading. I just worry about playing, slowing down and, you know, making it sound like music rather than just playing the notes. Right. But then if I have to read the notes on top of that, that's just adding to the, the mess that I have to deal with. I got you. You know, I gotta look for a, a, a sheet that has it cheated for me. You know, one, two, three, you know, that's just yeah. time wasting. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that is frustrating it. to me, man. Because like, anytime I feel like I don't know something, I get frustrated. I need to know whether it's good or bad, just tell me the truth. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I agree, yeah. I, just I got one of those clips. You got the guitar clip? I'm sure you do. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I think that might have went to the wayside when I sold that other guitar. I had a classical acoustic. And, uh... Yeah, I sold it. I ain't got it. How many guitars you got now? Just the two. I got this electric one over there in the corner. And, uh, and this acoustic one. That electric one is a little Epiphone Junior, and that thing came from a game that I bought. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I bought... Uh, man, I forgot the name of the damn game now. It's not Guitar Hero. It's uh, Rocksmith. Rocksmith. That's it. Rocksmith. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell in the mic like that, guys. Uh, yeah, it was Rocksmith. It was like $120 or $130, I think. And uh, came with a guitar. <laughs> no shit electric guitar. It's probably not the greatest wow. electric guitar in the world, but it fucking works. Uh, a cable and the game and the game like it was rock is rap rock band style ish but with a real guitar but with a real guitar it progressed you through songs so oh it, it's great I, I really should be playing it now but I uh you could cheat pretty easily with that because it's electric guitar electric guitar allows you to be pretty messy it's far other than acoustic. I mean, there's times where I'm playing chords on that thing, and some of those, like, especially some of these power chords where you could just, you can get messy, where your fingers aren't exactly where they're supposed to be, and you play it, and it sounds kind of like it, so the game knows, thinks, okay, you got it, and it progresses you on. But as far as finger picking, uh, that gives me... Uh, Xbox or something? Xbox, PS4, it came out. I don't think... It, 2013, I think, was the last time it came out. And they remastered it for 18, I think. And I bought it again. The actual game. Because I had it on 360. I had to get it, the remastered version on Xbox One. And uh, I'm sure they'll probably put it in the Game Pass or whatever. Because at this point, as long as you have the, a guitar and the cord... You'll be fine. I guess now, maybe later on, they'll sell that cord because it's got to be something. There's a little module on that cord that you plug right, in. It's, it's a like USB. USB to aux or something. It's a USB to aux, but the USB goes to this little thing. This like weird oblong shaped thing that has another connection that goes into that. That then goes to the the uh, uh, aux cord that plugs into the guitar. So without that, I don't think the game is going to recognize sound from that guitar. Like, I don't think I could just strap in my... Eh, that's, no, that's not true. I bet I could put this acoustic guitar into there because it, all it needs is an audio jack to plug it in. As long as you have that cable, that game should work with whatever you're playing. So they'll probably end up selling that game and that cable again later. That's crazy. Or if they don't have a new version of it. I do have another cable, I believe. I think. That is crazy. I don't know. So you uh you completely still quit smoking? Yeah, I haven't smoked a cigarette in three years. Three two years. years. I've been kind of tough with this, but I've been dropping the nicotine. I was doing like uh, twenty four, whatever that means. Went down to eighteen, <laughs> and I'm on twelve. Go to nine, three. Just kind of wean it off. It's kind of bad. I've been holding this thing like everywhere. I'm sleeping. Really? <laughs> like that. It's that nicotine thing, man. Like, I haven't had a cigar in, like, a week. I do, uh... I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's been, like, a week. Not and smelling, like, cigarettes. I've, I feel bad for how many... Years? How many years of that smell I put on people. What about, uh, Melissa? She the same. At least when we're around, she don't smoke. We have not cigarettes. She don't vape as much as me. She just vape when I vape when she's around me. 
kind of a thing. Uh, like she doesn't have her own vape pen. She does. She oh, does okay. for sure. For sure. <laughs> you gotta have yours for sure. Either. But she does. She she's always been kind of like social smoker. She don't really. She's that person gonna get out of bed like I need to go vape real quick. <laughs> like yeah. If somebody calls her though, she'll be like, okay, I'm a vape while I'm talking. She's like a social. Paper. Every time she got pregnant, instantly without a problem. That was the last cigarette she took. When we go to church, she's not tripping. Like I need to go smoke. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> come in, come back into church thinking I'm all aired out when I still stank like cigarettes. And pretty bad. Huh. But yeah, feel good. Lungs feel good. So not you don't think that's not coughing up anymore? No. Nope. Really? Nope. Yep. It's pretty good. Not, uh, you don't think the vaping is doing any more damage? I don't think so. I don't think so. It feels like almost like a sauna, sitting in a sauna, taking in hot air. Mix with a little bit of chemicals. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's yeah. that's the problem I'm 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 having with it. Not really a problem, but that's why with my issues where I wouldn't you know be so keyed into vaping. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. People are tricky, man. You never know what they're putting in that shit, and you're putting it in Absolutely. your lungs, you know. But I mean, Absolutely. that's the same thing. I'm a hypocrite. Especially with that, yeah. It's easier to do with that. Tobacco, a little bit less easier, but... Because right. I smoke cigars. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not inhaling the cigar, but the smoke's still getting in my lungs. Not all of it, but just some of it. Just natural. That's just what happens. You know, right. You know, it's not magic. You can't... A lot of it goes in your gums and your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't... Like I said, I haven't smoked a cigar in a week. I want one. I almost went to get one. That's why I asked you what time it was. I was like, man, I should go grab a cigar real quick. But I was like, man, I ain't gone to the gym yet. I don't want to smoke a cigar before I go to the gym. So before I go to the gym, or after I go to the gym, I'm going to swing by the store and get a cigar because I haven't had one. I just... So uh, after. <laughs> so after, it'll be ready. Yeah, after it'll be ready. I can relax and have a cigar and maybe a beer. Yeah, man, it feels like... feels liberating not to smoke. It was, it's it's been awesome. I don't miss it. Anytime I see somebody smoking, I just feel bad for them. Like I feel so. Like, I remember bad. I remember like, where you was at. Where it's yeah, just, like that was a bad place. Like oh hang, my God. handcuffed hard. Oh, trust me. Yeah, I mean I smell smoke, like socially. Like and I don't if, look like at cigars as cigarettes. Like I'll smoke right. a cigar. Yeah, I don't look at cigars and cigarettes at all. But like if uh, like if I'm hanging out with Dustin, I'll smoke a cigarette with Dustin, especially if right. I've been drinking. That 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 that'll definitely happen. But I don't feel like the next day, like I'm like, damn, yeah, I'm gonna need a cigarette today. Like it just doesn't. Where I've been, I ain't doing that. I don't I, care how drunk I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I uh, I understand that completely. Like you feel like, man, I ain't trying to go down that road. <laughs> No, no, no. No, we will have to fight before I smoke a cigarette. 
but I, then I it was, it was more them because they'd be sleeping on the sidewalk type shit. Right. <laughs> now you know I always have to have the liquor in my house. You know, right. I feel like I always gotta if I want to have a drink, and sometimes it'll just be one drink. You know, two shots on the rocks. Right. And I'm done. Yeah. I think I think that's just a a cool thing to have, even though I might not drink it. It just has to be there. Yeah, like eggs. You gotta have eggs in the house. But I definitely, you know, if there's been days where I don't have liquor. I'm not going today, but more than likely I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would go. Right. Go tomorrow, and that's kind of how I was at one point. I'm like, man, I wonder if I got an issue. But now, this this recent couple weeks, I've realized I don't have really have an issue where I'm not like scratching because again, it's not that I don't have liquor. I just don't have my liquor at the house. This is kind of full of crap down there. But I don't right. want I don't want none that's of that. <laughs> you really don't have a problem. It's when you have that other stuff there and you just don't want to jerk it. I did. I'm good. I have that there as well. Yeah, I don't want I don't want that gin. I mean I got vodka which you're fine with, but I don't I just don't drink vodka like that anymore. Right, right. Younger I did. That bottle of vodka's been there since the wedding. I'm pretty sure. Cause we bought like four bottles, and I think I think Eddie took one, right? And then somebody else took another bottle of, of vodka, and then we had one left over down below, and we started drinking one. I'm pretty sure this is that second bottle still. This is like three years, four years. Things like water, man. I hate vodka. It's too sneaky. Yeah, it is. It too is too sneaky. sneaky. I learned that I'm in my younger years. Like it, then it's like bam. Next thing you know, you, you're having a hard time walking. Vodka is very, 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 very sneaky. It is. It's sneaky in too many ways. Like, man, you feel like you're still walking straight and you're not walking straight. No. <laughs> yeah. You're walking down the sidewalk thinking, do, 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 do. You look like, so you know, you just, you just walk twice your distance because you're just going back and zigzagging up down the road. Exactly. I don't know. I never got into Patron. No, I never I liked that. I, I just think I never had a good Patron. That's tequila, basically, right? I hate no, yeah, tequila. it is tequila. But no, you just haven't had good tequila. You'll like tequila. True, true. I did have one good tequila. It didn't have any bite. It had like a worm in it. It was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty great. It was the smoothest tequila I ever had, for sure. Oh. I never had anything like it again. I got it you. Was, it was weird. I got but a... It looked like, like cheap shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Minus the worm in there. I yeah. was like, there. That's a worm. <laughs> but yeah. I'm a tequila fan. I am a I'm a, I'm a big tequila fan and a whiskey fan myself. Uh, I do want to diversify and try new stuff, but Yes, you have to now I realize it's just weird because that I don't think we ever even talked about any of this lately, so because you still Jacob Jameson, right? Yep. So this proper 12 that Conor McGregor got is pretty legit. Proper 12. Yeah, write that down. Proper 12. Oh. It's oddly smooth and good. It's... I'm embarrassed to kind of just say that. Because I don't like the cat at all. But <laughs> the, uh, the whiskey's great. It's fantastic. Now I buy a bottle of that. In lieu of Jameson, I'll go back and forth. Like about about Jameson, I'll buy about probably twelve, back and forth. I try it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You can go yeah. 
Get your same size too. You don't you don't have to play cautious with this one. This really? is uh, <laughs> this, this is this just sweet? huh? Is it sweet? No. no. Okay. Maybe you can maybe say it's a little sweeter than Jameson, but nah, it's. Right, I don't really like the sweetness. Me neither. Oh, 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 James. Oh, that was you that got me on James already. Yeah. yeah. You think Jameson's sweet? I do, I do. Now after trying some different ones, it's 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 not that Jameson's sweet. I realize that every other one is sweet. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, they have this uh, the local liquor store, big big ones at least here. They have this stuff called Spirits Direct. And I'm unsure exactly how it works, but it, for me, it seems as if it's these liquor stores or distilleries and wineries that uh, ship to these distributors at a low cost. Essentially, it's not big nam brain brand name liquors uh, that they're selling. But I'm gonna tell you this: the ones that I have been trying, yeah, great. Great. There is this. I know you don't like tequila, but there is this company. I forgot the name escapes me right now. Of this tequila, of this Anejo tequila. That's oh my god. It. I used to get Don Julio all the time, and I used to get the big bottle of that thing, and it's like a hundred dollars or hundred something dollars, and for half the price of this stuff that I'm getting now, it blows it out the water. I haven't bought a bottle of Don Julio since. Wow. Not once. You think they're local to your region or nationwide? I don't know. Do you have a total wine? We have spirits in them out here. What's it called? Spirits wine or something like spirits that. Spirits wine. We have a total wine. I don't know if it's the same company. We have I a total. We have a. I think they moved in. They have like you know the the butlers or the ushers. Really? They're ready to answer questions. Oh, I don't know about all that. But we have a total wine and we have a greens. I don't think I think greens is strictly in the southeast. No, we don't have a greens. I love that one. Well, go no, on. We have a total wine. You do have a total wine. Yeah, we do. Yeah, go on the total wine, and next time you go on the total wine, give me a call, and I'll I'll tell you what to try, and it's gonna be cheap, and it's gonna be freaking fantastic. That works. Really that works. good. I was surprised because I was like, man, I ain't buying that cheap shit. Then one day I just decided just to try it. No, a lady did. That was the first test was that tequila. And I was good looking to buy some Don Julio. And she said, hey, if you like Don Julio, I know this looks weird, but you need to try that. <laughs> I said, what? I'm not buying that. And she's like, trust me, it, it it flies off the shelf. It's in right now. You need to try it. I said, damn, let me try it. It's cheaper. Let me, it's a smaller bottle. Let me try it. Right. Grabbed it, took it home, took a sip. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody messed up. They're not supposed to be selling this <laughs> for this price. This is, something's not right. So then every once in a while, I'll try something different. The only thing different type-wise of liquor that I haven't tried that's from a wine, a, a direct, uh, a winery direct is uh, a whiskey. I haven't tried. They have a bunch of different whiskeys there. Or in a vodka. They have a bunch of different vodkas that they have from different winery directs that there. And uh, I haven't tried that. But I have tried scotch and that tequila for sure. Really good. Really good. But, you know, there's a bunch of different winery directs of each 
you know, not brand, but uh, variety or right. style of whatever. Yeah, I'll do wine or champagne. No champagne too much. We do wine at the house. We do. But I have, there are a few winery direct wines that we have had that were great too. But I mean, wine is, wine's like coffee more than liquor. I mean, right. you can, you can I, can't do it. I could do it. You could, I could, I could do wine, but it's just gotta be good or else I don't want it. <laughs> I can't, I can't fight my way through it. Like I could show, I, I can, I could chug a beer down. But I ain't chugging down no crappy wine. And when I say crappy wine, I don't mean it's got to be fancy or expensive or anything. I've tasted expensive wine. It tastes like shit to me. Right. And uh, I'm like, I don't want to know why people drink this shit. This is how much? No. Why are you drinking this? This tastes like crap. I can get you a $20 bottle of wine and taste 10 times better than this shit. Right. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I remember that hotel was doing the wine under the thing. The was it Jerry Garcia themed hotel was in that? Oregon really remember that that one we stayed at oh man yeah man that place is so legit I miss going there so much that is place oh my legit. god that was so much fun that was crazy uh, Minimums is the name of the place they have because you know they have the they have a brewery there in Seattle really yeah they have a McMinimums it's, it's like it's I don't think McMinimum is the original name. It's a it's a big group of different things. They got a whole bunch of different places, like the place we went to with Dustin and his dad. Yeah, what in Everett too, a little bar. There's something in Everett. There's a bunch of bars in in Seattle, in in a bunch of breweries and a couple other like hotels, I believe, that are in the Seattle area or Great Northwest Peninsula, whatever area you want to call that. There's a bunch yeah, over there. Because we were supposed to go. The last time when I was in Washington, we was trying to go to that museum. We was gonna go to that brewery, but then I think it rained and we just didn't end up going. I forgot what we did, and we didn't go. But yeah, McMinimums, that place is fun. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's an epic one. I'd like to do that again. I gotta talk to old pops and see if he wants to do it again. I don't think he's been back since he's left. <laughs> right, same. Stacy went out to some kind of fire pit or something, and uh, there was snow. We were supposed to get snow this week, and we were tripping. I was thinking about snowboarding. Like, damn, it's been a minute. So yeah. close to me. I would love to do holidays there eventually. Yeah. That's such a great spot, but too. Snow till February, January. So, again? Yeah. It doesn't really snow out here. Like, the mountains don't get good until, like, January, February. Really? really? Yeah. It pretty much stays wet till, till then? It's just, like, six inches, four inches, two inches, all in the mountains. Versus, like, right now, you'll get, like, 12, three feet. Damn. Just in face with straight powder. Jesus. Yeah, last time, I can't remember the last time I've been snowboarding, man. I took my snowboard to a trip we went to the mountains with last year. Yeah, last year, beginning of last year, before everything went crazy. Uh, we took a trip to the mountains, but it rained and it didn't snow. So I brought yeah. my snowboard just in case. I'm like, man, I'm bringing my shit just in case. And yeah, it's been bad the last couple of years. Fake snow, all kind of shit, man. 
late opening seasons, at least the last three years. Actually, my buddy, the same guy, Montrell, he uh, he hit me up, asked if I wanted to go skiing, but I had to work. I told him, he said, let, I told him, let me know about the next time, though, we'll, we'll more likely want to go if I'm not working. That's for sure. Out there? Yeah, I mean, you just go to up to North Carolina, man. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. It was snowing yesterday over there. I seen it on the news. Yeah. It was snowing in this area a couple weekends ago. One night, we was driving around. It was snowing. Dang. Big old thick ones. It wasn't sticking because it wasn't cold enough, but we right. fat snowflakes flurrying around. I said, like, oh, wow. Okay. This was snowing in South Carolina. It'll happen, but, you know. It's whatever. It's going before it hits the floor type stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, we just drive an hour. That's why I love living here, man. You drive an hour and you get what you want. You, you can get whatever you want within an hour to two hours. You can be, you're from the beach, the mountains, not the desert. You know, there's any desert. I mean. Right. A Slopes. Ma a major, yeah, oh yeah. A major city. I mean, you can, you're, 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 from where I'm at now, man, you're an hour to two hours away from anything you want. Other than the desert, was, that's what your thing is. And then that that fat airport can take you anywhere in the world. Exactly, and then the flight from there is probably going to be a lot shorter. Yeah, yeah, I love it's it. Pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. You should come and go ahead and move out. <laughs> I find you a house in the neighborhood. Man, I see a fat one for dirt cheap. It was so much property on a lake. Oh, like, yeah. damn. That's, uh... Maybe think, like, it has some families on there they don't even know about. <laughs> See, what's, fu what's funny is... How much was how much was it? Do you remember? I think it was, like, 200 They had a house on it, and it was, like, five or eight acres on a lake. Dang, I wonder what lake it was. It's like, it looked like it was either man-made, but it was their lake. It was on the property. Nobody oh, you mean like a pond, like a big pond? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the lake probably was an acre. Yeah, that's not a lake, that's a pond. That's a pond? That's a pond. That's huge. Yeah, it's still huge. <laughs> I, they, they'll definitely consider that a pond, not a lake. I don't know what so size. I don't know if it's like... Um, I don't know what, what size a pond becomes a lake. Like, be like wetland with alligators and you know swamp land. I don't know about that. Possible. You know, got much swamp land out there? Eh, not really. But yeah, there's some. I've never really been around it. But I mean, like at work, at some of the ponds, there's alligators. Right. So. Yeah. That's why sometimes when I do look out there, I just kind of stay in your zip code. Like I don't know if I'm s s safe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, that is actually pretty cheap. It's two hundred thousand on a pond on, a, on its own pond, and how many acres do you think? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At least five. Five. Was huge. Oh. I was thinking about subdividing it, and da, 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 my mind was racing already. I wonder where that would be at. I'm wondering where you would get across that. West of you guys, I believe. I'm trying to think. West of that freeway, I believe it was kind of crazy. But yeah, this, you know, you know that the price here is different because everyone, well, anyone listening probably thinks that, man, that's, that's kind of high, I knew, ain't kind of high considering where you live. 
<laughs> you, you would not get what you wouldn't get anywhere close to what uh, you're getting out here for the money. It's uh, weird how dangerous, how it changed, how it's the money. Oh, the I, don't know it's, oh, like, I don't know if uh, Manhattan is this hot right now. Man. Really? It is on fire out here, man. On so, fire. What, what, what would a three bedroom house, you know, one and a half bath cost? In my neck of the woods, it would cost at least a million dollars. In Seattle, it would be like... A million? How much square foot? A million in Edmonds, not Seattle. 1,900 square Edmonds. feet. How about that? That's kind of small, right? 1,900 square feet? 1,900. Yeah, in Edmonds, it would run eight to a million dollars for a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath. In Seattle, not only would it cost you five, three to five million for that house, you have no parking. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah, you're cramped. Yeah, you know, it's those uh, like townhomes type brownstones kind of deal. Uh-huh. Now, now because of all the protests, everybody's leaving Seattle and driving the prices in outside cities higher. It's it's nuts, man. And people just buying it fast. And then Amazon, Boeing, Microsoft, all these tech people are bringing in people from overseas, like giving them visas, buying their houses in the city and outside cities. So it's just, the market is so hot right now, man. Like, people, the normal people don't have anywhere to live. <laughs> they gotta move, like, further and to, further the out. Yeah. They gotta go to the water, the desert, you know, they gotta just get away from the, the inner city. That sucks. It's, and it's a trend, it's not like, it doesn't look like it's gonna stop anytime soon. Wow. It's it's pretty bad out here. When I go to my real estate meetings, these guys, you know, they sell houses in twenty four hours, like million dollar houses, twenty four hours, <laughs> and and it's like a bidding war to get these houses. Like people got cash right now, and they don't know what to do with it. Dang. Everybody's cashing out their stocks right now. Like a lot of people have been playing these stocks for a lot longer than we have, and they're eating now. <laughs> They are eating and just liquidating. It's makes sense. I would be too if I was them. If I've been playing this game for 20, 30 years and I'm still in the in the green right. and seeing fucking games stop playing games, nah, I'm good. I'm out. I'm about my time. I've had my fun. <laughs> I've made my dough. Time for me to get out of this game. It's now a young man's game. I'm going to move on to greener There's pastures. There's bro, that just played by the rules or went to work. They did their... You know, um, 401k and yeah. they're millionaires. Um, you know, they're, they're like millionaires with nothing to do. It's all fun, bro. And they just buying these houses. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm eyeing the outskirts, like the the lowest price point I can get. I want to start getting in there and work my way up. I think that's like your Port Orchards or Marysville and. Might be an hour north, but I would love to do it nationwide to East Coast, Texas, New York, Trinidad, Samoa. I think Melissa, uncle, was running a hotel over there. It's pretty solid. I would love to have a little exclusive getaway in like Trinidad or Samoa. Yeah. I told you I did a report on Trinidad. What do you mean a report? I had to do a 
employee relocation report so I had to learn everything about Trinidad because my employee was getting relocated there it's like that, uh, it was like 30 pages of you know it's the final report for the class but I learned a hell of a lot of shit about Trinidad that I didn't know like, oh there's a, a shit ton about Trinidad that I still don't know like someone asked me like oh man I, if I were you I'd go back to Trinidad and and uh live there it'd be so much great it's like eh, last i heard there's a lot of corruption in the government in trinidad so <laughs> i don't know if i want to go back to trinidad i don't know people in trinidad like that right now right right yeah it's uh um, i don't know if that's still true or not do you know it it is the cartel they have a cart they ran they do have a, a part cartel has a heavy hand a heavy presence in trinidad and the cartel could be from different countries, whether it's Africa or Cuba, or I mean, they they had a lot of underground activity going down. It's always been like a fighting ground. I think they they, they they it's always been a fighting ground. Like people have been trying to take take it over. Wow! Like it gained their independence, I believe, in like seventy eight or yeah, like it's pretty like, recent. <laughs> It was like really recent, man. And before mm-hmm. that, it changed hands from British to Spanish to yeah. Case, I remember I back in the day, I you know, of course, you know, they tell you to do a book report or some report on something, and I was like, "What I do on Trinidad?" And then look it up, and then I remember looking it up in the encyclopedia, and it said that the uh, language is Spanish in Trinidad. So I'm like, "Hmm, I think that's right." I don't know, lick of Spanish. <laughs> and I'll let there for a, for a hot minute. There's like four or five Spanishes out uh, four or five languages out there that yeah. people are fluent in and it's from different corners of the world. It's it's nuts. It is it's illegal different. to wear camouflage out there. Whoa. Really? Yeah, you go to jail, bro. <laughs> you not wear camouflage in public. Like and after what just happened, you know what I mean? Like that's not a bad idea. What do you mean after it just happened? When they ran on this, the, the state capitol. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Military yeah. gear, bro. Like, yo, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell police from, you know, these terrorists. Yeah, that's, uh... But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I got to call dad, because dad was like a policeman in Trinidad when right. they were getting in independence bro that's like huge yeah huge 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 that's, that's like man i see you got some stories about that time he has to i need to call him too yeah me too well listen let's wrap this thing up man we got uh we're close we're closing in on two yes, and, uh, not that i'm trying to wrap that up but we're closing in on two hours of the podcast two hours uh, a clock. <laughs> I want. I got one. I want to go to the gym and knock it out before I gotta go get baby girl and want to make sure. I'm about to jump in the class, get a little prep. Got lab today. Mm. Well, this is good. We'll do it again. Uh, hopefully next week, maybe. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking your time and teaching us all about the stock market and how to make a million dollars in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, I appreciate your insight, man. Thanks again. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Be good. We love each other. Bye.